Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining me today is Brother Steve Swarga. Brother Swarga is a faculty member at Providence Baptist College and teaches our Greek class, along with many other Bible classes as well. And you can check out our three previous conversations with Brother Swarga, where we discussed his involvement in our addictions program at Northwest Bible Baptist Church, and also his Greek class at Providence Baptist College, where we discussed the philosophy of teaching Greek, and then also uh, we illustrated some examples of exegesis uh, in the New Testament, and I'm sure you'll enjoy those. So thanks so much for joining us, Brother Swarga. Glad to have you. Um, Today's topic is uh, discussing another area of ministry for you, which is the newcomers class, a Sunday school class we have at Northwest Bible Baptist Church. Why don't you tell us and describe what is a newcomers class uh, and how we operate it in our church? Well, newcomers class is for people that are rookies. They're either new to Christianity or they're new to our church. And uh, we like to funnel a lot of those folks into the newcomers class just to so they can get acclimated a little bit sure. and get their feet wet. And, and uh, they have certain needs uh, that other people don't have when they come to Sunday school. If they're a new Christian uh, or they're new to our church and unfamiliar with Baptist teaching, uh, it just helps to get them in a, a class where we can answer their questions and work with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just a, a lot of advantages. The book says uh, we ought to teach them to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if there's a concentrated class uh, to address that, it really helps. We have a 13-week class. Mm-hmm. We give out a new booklet every week for 13 weeks. And then the 14th week, we hand them a diploma, and they graduate out, and they go on to one of the other regular adult Sunday school classes. So obviously for the new convert, the new Christian, this class uh, it focuses on doctrine. You said it has a certain curriculum, and you focus on certain aspects of doctrine, um, which is helpful for a new Christian for sure. Uh, But then again, you said this is for the people who are new to the church, which in some cases, these might be, you know, lifelong Christians. They've been raised in church themselves. They just happen to be new to the area, have just recently uh, started attending the church. While they don't necessarily need grounding in doctrine because they've already been grounded and discipled, it provides something for them as well. And I think that's what we're going to be discussing is what what this class does for the newcomer. Uh, who is newly saved, or the newcomer who is just simply new to your church. And everybody is new at some point in their life, unless they were born into that church and just simply grew up there. Um, But, you know, joining Northwest Bible Baptist Church at the age of 14, along with my family, I was a newbie at some point. And, you know, it certainly uh, can be helpful to introduce those people to that new church. So why don't you tell us a little bit about some of the reasons. What does a new convert need or a newcomer in a church need and why have this type of a class in this type of setting? A newcomer needs attention. When they come in the door, they don't know everybody. They're intimidated by all these uh, strange people and they don't know know their names, but it seems like everybody knows them. And uh, so they come into a newcomer's class and they get that extra attention that they need. Mm -hmm. Uh, they They don't know who to sit with. They don't know where to sit. You know, when is the bathroom break? You know, uh, just somewhere to go, you know, for Sunday school and then uh, to church and then sit with them in church. You give them the extra little bit of attention, someone to help them find their place in the Bible. Even those coming from other churches, if they are, many people have a new evangelical background and they do not know their Bible. Uh, They need someone to help them find the places in the Bible. Uh, Our curriculum, we have all the verses written out in the books. Okay, and, yeah. and so it, it makes it easy when they're getting started. But uh, <clears throat> we buy the little tabs 
for our, our new newcomers class and we encourage them to put the tabs on so they can find where they're going and we try and help them to uh, just just to get that little extra bit of attention that they need when they're new to the class. It gives them a familiar face, it gives them a name of somebody that they know or the name of several somebodies that they can know in the church there. So that's, that's great. Um, and so I remember, you know, when I joined Northwest Bible Baptist Church as a teenager, uh, you were just looking for somebody that you knew, and you're just looking for that one friendly face. And this, it, it makes it programmed where somebody is designated to be that friend to that newcomer. And then I'm sure it's your job as well, and you try to introduce them to as many people as possible, um, you know, in the church right. as well. Exactly. So, um, obviously, there, there there is a transition, you know, um, you know, like you said, they don't know when there's the bathroom break. Practical things that you don't even think about. Um, you know, do I raise my hand and ask a question in church? You know, what is what a proper procedure? What is what is you know the culture here? When do we stand? When do we sit down? I mean, even in our church, our church congregation knows the um, you know after the prayer, what do we do? We sit. <laughs> we don't even we're not even instructed to do right. so. We do it just out of habit. Right. And the person who's like, oh, we're done praying. Oh, we're sitting now. Oh, we're standing now. That you know. They need a lot of time to yep. get that figured out. So. And there's a lot of things like that. The second reason we need the class is what I call acclimation, mm -hmm. to get them acclimated to being in a church setting. Uh, many of them are, are not used to that. You know, they're used to partying on the weekend and then sleeping in on Sunday morning. Sure. And we want to get them in Sunday school, 945. And uh, it's, it's a whole new environment. And if you don't have a newcomer's class when you walk in the door, it seems like everybody there is a mature Christian. They're all wearing suits and ties, mm -hmm. and um, it can be very intimidating. Um, they look around, and there's nobody that looks like them, you know, mm -hmm. with the, the tattoos, the long hair, the, you know, maybe about a stress or whatever. And uh, we're going to try and help them along in those crucial few weeks uh, where uh, they want to be a, a part of the uh, church family, and they want to fit in. They just don't sure. know how yet. And so we try and, and um, reduce that, sh that shock that, okay. that happens and uh, gradually get them uh, introduced to the, you know, the way that we do stuff in the Baptist church that they're just uh, not used to at all. Yeah, I mean, for anybody who's, you know, a pastor or assistant pastor at a church or any just church member, you kind of have to get outside of yourself and put yourself in somebody else's shoes to kind of even appreciate what in the world is this person going through. Right. Um, and, you know, you know, we may have the best intentions. We, we try to be as friendly as possible. But the fact remains that on a Sunday morning, I'm dressed in a suit and tie. Right. And this guy is in jeans and T-shirts. Right. And no amount of friendliness can, you know, overcome his awareness of I'm not dressed like this guy is. Well, that's exactly right. And our preacher is really good at that because he remembers where he came from. Sure. And he uses that illustration a lot in his uh, preaching. And we try to do that in Sunday school as well. Uh, if I'm teaching on giving, I'll tell them about how I first started tithing, you know, making 10 bucks a week as a teenager, yeah. mowing a lawn, and I'd put that dollar in the plate, and I'd talk about that, my first experience tithing, my first experience soul winning, how I went and gave the gospel to some lady, and then she looks at me and says, young man, exactly what are you trying to say? You know, <laughs> um, they, they laugh like you just, yeah. they, they enjoy my first experience at this or trying to read my Bible and falling asleep, you know, when I was 16 years old, trying to read my Bible, waking up with my head in my Bible, you know, 
uh, your first experience is a they love those stories yeah. and it helps illustrate you know where they're at in trying to get them to go from the milk of the word of God to the meat of the word of God basically you're saying you got to be real with these people you're you're relating stories to them of your failures and your struggles to help them understand that you're going to fail and you're going to struggle and if you do don't be shocked by it right. because everybody has right. and you know, we often it's human nature. We don't like to expose our own failures and sure. shortcomings, sure. Uh, but you know it's kind of you wouldn't it's you wouldn't think it, but it can be a blessing to share your failures with well, people. Plus, because like you said, the doctrine they don't have that down yet, mm -hmm. so they think when they fail uh, spiritually, maybe they lost their salvation. Oh, they think maybe they didn't get it. You know, it it so it helps the new Christian. Mm -hmm. You know, to understand this thing of sanctification, it's a process. It's not an act. And uh, it, it encourages them to keep sure. on, rather than to just throw up their hands and quit. And we don't, you know, they're, they're, they come one time and we never see them again. Sure. One and done. Uh, it encourages them to keep coming back. And we're trying to give them something that is going to help them, you know, every day of their life. And uh, it, it, hopefully it does. <laughs> The, the third reason that we like to um, have a class, a newcomer's class, is because of evangelism. These new people, they know people. Mm -hmm. And they, they have a circle of friends that we haven't even tapped into yet for inviting folks to Christ, inviting folks to church. Sure. And uh, many of them, they get on fire real quick. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's exciting. I, I took a new convert out a couple weeks ago on a Thursday night. And uh, we went to some strip malls because everybody's home that has a cash register and they have to smile at you. And so <laughs> we went business to business passing out tracks and we hit two liquor stores. And then he says, listen, he says, there's another liquor store down this way. He says, it's the one I used to go to a couple months ago. And uh, he says, can we go to that one? Maybe the owner's there. You know, uh, he really wanted to uh, get the gospel to him. He wanted to invite him to church. And uh, I love it. New Christians. They know people that we'll never meet. Yeah, certainly. I mean, you think about my circle of influence. Um, as someone who's grown up in church, the number of people that are lost that I know well, mm -hmm. it's very few. Right. It's very few. Right. Um, and, you know, I'm always trying to interact with the lost world. We're not supposed to be isolationists. Uh, we're supposed to be separate, uh, but also in the world, but not of it, like the Bible says. And so... But like you said, you know, someone who's fresh out of the world, right. um, they know a lot of people. Yep. And I do see that as evidence in our church. When you get one convert down the aisle, it seems that, man, there's always somebody that they yep. know sitting with them in church, yep. you know, maybe because somebody invited them, maybe because they invited them. But, you know, kind of going back to the earlier points, it probably makes them feel a little bit more comfortable, too, to have a buddy sitting with them in church helps them get a little bit more acclimated to church as well. Absolutely. So they have a friend there. So, um, so you've got this idea of evangelism. Uh, what are other, some other reasons for? One of the members? needs that new newcomers have is uh, protection. Uh, sometimes we have to protect them from some of the mature Christians who've been saved a long time uh, that maybe throw some cold water on, on, on their fire. Uh, it, it's, yeah. it, it's, uh, I call them candle snuffers. You know, the, the long uh, little metal bowl on a... Uh, it's on a, um, a metal bar, mm -hmm. and when you want to put the candles out, you put the candle snuffer on there, and it just takes all the oxygen out of that space, and the candle goes out, 
And I've unfortunately, I've seen a few older Christians over the years that would do that to newer Christians. Mm-hmm. Rather than encourage them to keep on going on for the Lord, they're, they're actually discouraging them. And sometimes they do that by pushing them a little too quickly. Sure. And uh, so when you have a newcomer's class, uh, it, they're all newcomers in there. And uh, you won't have someone putting maybe unrealistic expectations upon uh, someone that's a brand new Christian. You know, it'd be nice if they'd all run up the stairs spiritually right away. But you'd probably fall. Uh, Better just walk up the stairs one step at a time. And uh, that's what we... That's a great illustration. We like to try and do that because we've seen a few people that try to run up the stairs. And and when they fall, we, you know, we lose them. Yeah, and they got a long way down those stairs to fall too. Exactly. So, yeah. well, that's kind of shocking. Um, you know, typically you would think you know, this new convert, I'm going to protect them from the world. I'm going to protect them yeah. from these bad influences on their life. Yeah. But to say that one of the main goals of a newcomer's class is to protect them from fellow you know, Christians or mature Christians or supposedly yeah. mature Christians right. in your church, that's kind of telling. And obviously, you're talking about experience here. You've seen it happen. Where, yeah. what are some of the issues that? You know, these new Christians aren't ready to progress in and somebody is just pushing them too too far, too fast in. Usually it's dress. Is it? Okay. Usually. Yeah. I mean, there's other issues, you know. Um, there's some things that are just a touch point with people where you say one negative thing about their music and they're gone, yeah. you know. And some people are that way with their, their clothing or with their hair. You know, they're just... You know, don't mess with me. You know, well, people. Preacher said he was that way when he was a new uh, yeah. Christian about his hair. People derive their identity from those things. Music, right? You know, if you have a conversation with somebody on the street and you're meeting them for the first time and you're having a genuine conversation to get to know each other, sure. inevitably the question is brought up: What kind of music do you listen to? Sure. Why? What does music have to do with anything? has everything to do with a person's identity. I can know a lot about a person by the music they listen to. If you criticize their music, in essence, you're criticizing them. You criticize their hair. I mean, what's more personal than your personal appearance, you know, and you're criticizing who they are because their hairstyle reflects their, you know, their personality in some way. And generally, if we keep them coming to Sunday school and we're feeding them and they're growing, then when they hear it in the preaching, you know, Preacher will handle the, the tough stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he keeps the pulpit hot, and uh, he'll hit those areas that need to be hit. And the people generally will respond well if it's from the pulpit, if, if it's from the preacher like that. One thing I appreciate about Pastor Gomez is his strong preaching, like you said. But then again, it's the strong church as well. Right. Because, I, Brother Swarga, I don't know how many times Brother uh, Preacher has um, preached on those hot button issues that we talked about yeah. hair long hair on men short hair on women you, you know dress things like that music he doesn't touch on those topics very often and i don't think he has to because it's a strong church right. and you know the the older women are teaching the younger women yeah. and these christians they're just observing yeah. they learn it by osmosis yeah. and obviously not just osmosis but the holy spirit obviously leading them as well so it's it's more of an organic growth than really laying down a law on someone, you let God lead them and they can just follow good Christian examples as well. And the, that leads to the fifth reason why we have a newcomer's class is edification. Okay, perfect. Um, we, we disciple them. We have a time in there where they can ask questions and get questions answered. Mm-hmm. And a, a newcomer's going to feel more free doing that with uh, a Sunday school class. When you're in a big auditorium class, you know, 
you don't see a whole lot oh, of no, this. Yeah. Hey, teacher, I got a question, you know. Uh, but we can do that with the newcomer's class or just on the side, one-on-one. You know, obviously, you see someone who's really struggling in the area of dress. You know, they're coming to class immodest. You know, my wife or another lady would pull her aside, you know, to work mm-hmm. with her in that area. But um, for the most part, people get their needs met from the teaching and preaching of the Word of God. And then they'll ask questions when they don't understand something. Yeah. yeah then we'll, we'll throw a little, you know, booklet out of the bookstore at them or do a little Bible study over coffee mm-hmm. sometime. And uh, you... you you go a long way down the right road if you work with people like that. It gives you an excuse and opportunity to do some discipling when they do have questions. Yes, so we encourage questions. Well, just to wrap it up with the Swarga, obviously this is a ministry that seems to work and uh, allows people to be edified and all the things that we talked about being acclimated to a church. Can you talk about how many people have come through uh, the newcomers class here at Northwest and... Uh, uh, and you know, are in the pews today. I mean, I think you just had a some kind of reunion party or something like that not too long ago. Newcomers class reunion, yeah. That little window when the restaurants were open pretty well. <laughs> we we had uh, well, we started the class at 2012. Okay. And we generally have five to ten people in the class. Sometimes as many as 15, even up to 20 during program uh, time. But the People graduate out. They're only in there 13 weeks. We sure. give them a diploma. We hand them off to one of the other adult classes. Uh, but the, uh, since 2012, we've had over 50 people that have graduated the class that are still in the, the church, and they're active members faithfully serving the Praise Lord. The Lord. And so it's been fun you know, to have a part in these new Christians coming in and then sticking. And uh, we've had others that have you know, moved away or gone home to heaven or you know, uh, whatever, uh, a lot of them are still serving the Lord at other places, but there's over 50 just at our church alone that have gone through the class. And, you know, we had a little reunion a little while back and had them all come and uh, we had a meal together. And it was it was just fun to see, you know, them and their families there took a picture of the group. Uh, what's encouraging is the individuals. Would you see the dramatic change? Uh, Cassie came to our class and <laughs> By the time she graduated the class, she was already out soul winning every week. Wow. You know, uh, we're in a dress and had her two boys to the Christian school. I mean, in a 13-week period of time, that's unusual. Yeah. Uh, but we've seen some of that. And, and uh, I've mentioned Antonio at, you know, the Reformers Unanimous, a podcast we did together, um, how God has dramatically changed his life where, you know, he's now one of the, the key workers at our church and our Reformers Unanimous program, and that newcomers class is a, a good place for a lot of folks to start. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Brother Swarga. I appreciate your time, and if you want to listen to our other previous conversations, make sure you check out the listing of episodes, and you can check out those. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a good day.